This is your host, Andy Alleman. I'm the founder of Casa Noon Beauty and Wee Wee Studio. On the show each week, you're going to get no gatekeeping strategies to build your brand, weekly smart ideas to help you spend more time out of office, and conversations with kind, caring creatives making an impact and life-changing money. We're rewriting the rules of business by blending intuitive flow with proven strategies. Welcome to The Unschool. It's Andy. Welcome to the show. So glad to have you here today. Today we have an interview and we will get into that in just a moment. A couple of updates before we begin. We have officially opened the wait list to the Smart Girls Mastermind membership. This is a brand new program coming out of our first cohort of our Smart Girls Mastermind. We decided it was time to open this up as a membership. So what does that mean for you? It means you can join at any time. It's a community for smart girls ready to create, monetize, and manifest their six-figure brand. You can join come right into our live lab sessions that we have each week, jump right into the classroom to experience all of the good educational content we have there. The Unschool is there. Manifestation Blueprint is there. The Smart Girls AI Playbook is there. Instagram to income can be found there. You can also collaborate and connect with other members and jump right into our community chat. So, We have the link in the show notes so you can come on in, get on the wait list, and join us within the community. Let's meet today's show guest. This is our first interview of season four. Welcome, my friend, Julia Gieri. She's a million-dollar content creator, a CEO, and the founder of her own online education company. She was working in a financial Wall Street-type position After coming out of college, realizing she had a ton of student debt, she's going to talk about that on the show, and then she realized that was not not the way. She became an influencer, and she quickly realized that working with brands was actually not all it was made out to be, and that she wasn't really going to fulfill her greater purpose by doing that work. She was basically a highly paid employee of a bunch of different brands. So she set out to build her business and monetize in other ways as a content creator. I really love how Julia teaches the importance of building a strong social presence in order to create an obsession-worthy brand. She has no shame in making sure you understand how impactful Instagram can be in your business. So the way she began, she started doing coaching. She started doing course creation, selling her own digital products. And then in 2023, she scaled her company to over a million dollars as a content creator who monetizes her business by selling online courses and programs. So now she helps other creators monetize outside of brand deals by creating their own programs. Let's get into the conversation. Welcome, my friend, Julia, to the show. Hi, Julia. Welcome to the show. Thanks, Andy. So good to have you here and to get to spend time with you. I got to join you on your show not too long ago, and now having you here feels totally full circle. 
I love that. Yeah, it was such a good episode that we did. And it's so funny because I was just making a like promo video for CCC and I was like getting testimonial screenshots and stuff. And I saw yours like in my folder and I'm like, oh my God, I'm going to meet with her in like 10 minutes. (laughs) And I forgot about that like huge success. And then I'm like the podcast. So just divine timing of it all. I know. Here we are back together again. Yes. Okay. So I want to start with your founding story. So tell me a bit about your entrepreneurial journey, what you're doing now and where you started. Yeah. So I always bring it back to when I first found out that I was $25,000 in debt. Um, That was a really pivotal part in my journey because I graduated college and I had this awesome job on Wall Street and I felt like I was doing all the right things. And then it was January of 2020 and I found out I was in all this debt and I just, I kind of felt like a fraud because I was like, I'm a financial advisor. Like I have this job on Wall Street and I felt like I wasn't fitting the persona. Plus like that debt was very crippling, overwhelming. Like I was losing sleep at night and I kind of just had this mindset of like, okay, this job is just never going to pay me enough to actually pay this off in a reasonable amount of time. But what I could do instead is find a way to make money. And what I had been doing like all throughout college and just, I don't know, like honestly, since high school was reselling old clothes on Poshmark. So I was like, well, what about if I be a little bit more strategic and make an actual plan to how I can pay off this debt by selling these clothes? And within six months, I became debt-free. So I know we're on the Your Woo Woo BFF podcast. So I was just thinking like, yeah, but a big, big part of that as well is thinking about the fact that this journey was really spiritual because at that same time that I was paying off those clothes on Poshmark, I'm looking at the clock, it's one, one, one. As I say this, I also had discovered the book, The Secret. And I think that everyone is introduced to spirituality in a really different way. And for me, like reading The Secret, and I was just thinking about the book this morning too, because I'm doing a retreat this weekend. And while I'm doing the retreat, I'm going to give everybody a book. And I was like, oh, maybe I should give the secret. Cause like, I, I haven't read that in so long. That was like the first, first book that really did it for me. And I really infused like this mind body approach, like mind body business, like this holistic approach of like, okay, I was also like in the best shape of my life when I was doing this, I was eating really healthy. So it was like this really holistic approach. And then by the time I had paid off my debt through selling my clothes on Poshmark, really working on myself to be disciplined, to be motivated, like really like high performer energy, I realized that, okay, well now what else can I do? Like the world is my oyster. I didn't really want it to stop there. I kind of felt like it was just getting started. And I was having this conversation yesterday with somebody about how when you're first starting out, you're just like doing whatever it takes. It was like, I'm going to just do whatever it takes to be successful. And like, to me, it was getting to like a neutral zero of like no debt and just like, where can I create something from? And then from there, it was about like, now what do I want, right? When you kind of move out of that survival mode. So that was really big for me where it's like, when I first started, it was just like, go, 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 like just got to be debt free, got to move out of survival to then 
part two was like, who do I want to show up as? Who do I want to be? And that's when I started really flexing my creative muscles. And I started posting on socials. I, When I was selling my clothes on Poshmark, the reason why I was so successful was because I had an um, Instagram account that was a organic following and presence around the Poshmark reseller community. So through that, I was like, well, what about if I just start posting on my regular page? So I'm posting like inspirational quotes. This was like late 2020, 2021. And then I remember like now I had saved up enough money from working my job, some side hustle, stuff like that to be able to move out of my parents' house, my mom's house. And I'm, I, it's so funny because it's like so spiritual when I look back on it that I saved up enough money to move out and then I moved out and the week that I moved in, I hit 10,000 followers on Instagram. I was like at 3,000, then I got over that hump to 5,000 and then maybe for like a year and a half, I was at 3,000 or sorry, at 5,000. The minute I moved to New York City, 10,000. It was crazy. It was like, I just started blowing up and I was like, wow, like look at the possibility. And then, you know, it was like so fun. It was so exciting, right? Your friends are like, what are you, an influencer now? Like <laughs> you're like the hometown celebrity almost. <laughs> They're like, you have 10,000 followers. And I was like, yeah, this is so cool. But then I was just like, wait, but those followers don't equal dollars. Like, how am I going to actually like make money and make this a lifestyle? And I didn't get it because it's like these New York City influencers are just like gallivanting around, going out to eat, shopping all the time. And I'm just like, how are you guys affording that? And I remember reaching out to a friend in the space during that time. I forgot about this. And I was just like, how do you like afford to be an influencer? Like I was so naive and just genuinely so curious. And he was like, well, people like you and me, we love to shop. We love to go out. We love to do these things. Like we need to get a second job. And I didn't want to accept that answer. I was like, there has to be another way. And then I discovered online courses and I discovered online education. And like now looking back, it's just like ways to monetize. So I was doing everything. I was doing done for you services like social media management. I was doing web design. I was doing graphic design. What else was I doing? I was selling courses. I was doing coaching, digital products. I even had like, I was cold pitching restaurants in New York City to run their TikTok account. Like so many things to just make it work. And then I started making like double, triple what I was making in a month at my job. And I was like, I'm going to do it. I'm going to take the leap. June, 2021, I quit my job. December of 2021, I hit my first six figures. 2022 was um, multi-six figures, 2023 was seven figures. So ever since that moment of like moving from that, just do whatever it takes, that side hustle mentality to like I've monetized as a creator and that's my story. When you think about the most pivotal moments from that point to now, of course, now you are someone who has a million dollar plus business and definitely didn't have to take the second job in order to afford the lifestyle. So when you think about some of the pivotal moments or the key decisions that you made that have shaped the success you have now, if you could put a pin on those, what would those moments or key decisions be? I would say investing in myself big. And I'm pretty 
pretty against giving that advice to a lot of people anymore because that was like a big part of my marketing in the beginning. But I've come to the conclusion that in the year that I was making 200K, I invested 100K. And that was the reason for seven figures in 2023. And it's thrown around very loosely in this industry between you should invest in yourself. And I, like I said, I rarely use that marketing anymore. But that's really the secret that in December of 2022, I was in a room of six, seven, and eight figure entrepreneurs. And I was the smallest fish in the pond. And then by 2023, it's like I had the codes and I just took those same actions I took when I was in debt of that like discipline and that motivation and that like high performer mindset. When you think about your target audience, what challenges do they have today that you're able to help them with? The main thing is reach on Instagram. And I think it's an interesting topic because I never want to market myself as like an Instagram coach, but that's really the secret. If you can't get new leads, new eyeballs, like you can't figure out the new way of short form content, then the business is going to suffer. And I realized that I was so like hung up on like, you know, I want to be a business coach. I want to be like perceived as a business coach, which I now am. But I didn't realize that people don't want to be marketed like a business coach. They want to be marketed the solution, which is grow my reach on Instagram, which is sell my courses on Instagram, which is make money in my sleep with my digital products. So I now realize that these are the core problems and having an organic presence, which is what I really help people with, is... The, the key and the catalyst to being successful in your business. When we think about the things that make you and I smart girls and the smart ideas that we have, what's one or two ideas that you would tell someone who's having that challenge that if they embraced this idea, they could get results? Consistency. So I was in a meeting the other day and she was like, Julia, like, how do you just show up all the time? And I'm like, because I make such a low bar commitment with myself every single day where it's like people do this with the gym, right? They're like, if I can't work out, at least I'm going to go on a 10 minute walk. Why aren't you doing that with your business? So like for me, my like bare minimum, like lowest bar is one post, whether that's on the feed, that's on a story, just show up in one way. And like, to me, the smart girls need to just make these small commitments with themselves where it's like, even on a really busy day, I'm, I'm traveling, I'm this, I'm that you're on your phone. Like there, there's no day that you're not on Instagram. So I'm checking DMS, even if I don't post, right. I'm checking DMS. I'm talking to friends. I'm doom scrolling. So it's like, if you have the capability to pull up the app, you have the ability to make one post for the day. Yeah. Oh, that's so important. Right. It's like, I, I saw, I saw, I think it was on Pinterest, actually. It was a quote that said that Instagram is actually a measure of your IQ. Are you are you doom scrolling or are you creating? And if you Love want that. to have the higher IQ, get to creating and get out of the doom scrolling. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. So now that you have a business that is a seven-figure plus business, what do you what current challenges are you experiencing at this level of growth? And how do you how do you address those challenges as you plan for for future growth? Yeah. So I would say 
like breaking through the next level, I think that's always been a challenge. And I think it's going to be a challenge forever where it's like we cracked the code from, you know, when I was doing it by myself, I got up to 60K a month, like totally on my own. I had like one part-time VA and that was it. And then 60K up to like our, our peak month at like 160. Now it's like, okay, how do we go 160 to 250? So it's like, wow, like it's kind of like a shock factor because I can't even believe I'm saying those words. And it's like, okay, my 25K in debt self would be freaking out that like I'm even saying these numbers. But that's the truth where it's like now like you just kind of get to these point of stagnation of your business. And it's like, how do I break through to the next level? So it's like constantly trying new things. And I think that's really been like the secret where it's like, whenever I face a hurdle, it's like, let's try something new. And this is why I'm so big on like, you have to be obsessed. Like you have to be obsessed with what you're doing or you're not going to have that like motivation to try something new. Like I was just talking with a friend who's had her business for like seven years. And she's like, how do you find the motivation? And I was like, I'm just obsessed. Like, I just love this game. And I look at it like a game where it's like, when I start thinking of it as like chores and to-do lists and like, this is like a boring thing, I'm not going to be motivated either. Like I'm a human being. But when I look at the fact that like, this is my life's purpose, this is my art, it's constantly just a game of improvement of like, how do we keep going to the next level in the game? So would you let us take a little peek behind the curtain. And will you give us a breakdown of what your team structure looks like as a seven-figure business owner? Because certainly yeah. there became a point where it was like, all right, I've been doing this all myself and I have to bring in some support and some help. So what does that look like for you now in your business? Yep. So we have two people on our sales team. Um, we have one client success manager coach who is a coach under me inside of our academy. And then we have one head of operations. So we have an ops, we have a second coach, and then we have two people on the sales team. Perfect. Amazing. When you think about how kindness and creativity have played a role in how you've grown your community, talk a little bit about that. that I, I certainly believe that the businesses, the obsession-worthy ones, especially of the future, are going to have that component of kindness and creativity. So how are you infusing that into your business? Yeah, awesome question. So the first thing I would think about is I really treat my clients like a little family. And it's kind of like a a shock factor almost when I tell people that I show up on my live group coaching calls three times a week and they're like, what you, you have three times a week group coaching calls. And I'm like, no, we have six. I only lead three of them. The team leads the other three. So yeah, we are like a family and I'll never forget like two weeks ago, it was just like a general Q and a, and one of the girls is like, we don't have questions. We literally are just here to hang out. And it's like, that's the best feeling where it's like, we're like a real community. Like we're like a real movement. And I think that that's something that I've just never taken for granted where it's like, we have such a high client success rate. We have such a high like collaboration rate between the clients. Our community is like so freaking engaged. Like people are always posting, supporting each other. Like when we have a new member, we're getting like 20 plus comments. Welcome to the community. Like, 
it's a true like tight-knit family and that's taken me a while to build like I've been running communities since 2021 my first ever course they were not like that like they were very dead and I was still embodying kindness, but there's just something different between like really bringing people together and being a part of this like shared mission, this shared community that really stands out. One of the things that I've noticed that you've done so well is is that you've really figured out your primary offer, like the big thing that you're going to to give to people, to give to your community. And so you can show up in a way in which it's like you're leading three weekly calls. Your team is, there's six weekly calls. Your team is leading those others. So tell us a little bit about your current offer structure. Today, it's no longer obviously done for you services all over the place Mm -hmm. and a variety of different (laughs) programs all over the place. So what does your current offer structure look like? Yeah. So everything's centered around our main program, which is the Conscious Creator Academy. And what makes that program like so amazing and unique is that it is an all-in-one done-with-you program. So it's like we have people in there making 50K a month and we have people making zero. They've never made a dollar in their life and they're trying to quit their job. And I think what's super unique is that because it's done with you, we've created a offer that can serve many different people but also give amazing results. So a big problem I saw in the course industry is that everybody like from the business owner or the creator perspective is like just trying to say like, how much money can I make with this digital product? And the truth is good products take a long time, like a really long time of iteration and feedback. I mean, look at some of your favorite brands that you buy, how many new packaging, new formulations, right? This is what people do with physical products, but people forget that their course is a physical product. So the main offer is the Conscious Creator Academy. We have over 240 people in it. We're getting close to 250. And what that program does is it takes people through a six-month transformation. So they get six months of group coaching calls. They get three months of one-on-one support with a client success coach. And then they get daily right group coaching calls. And then they have the community and the IP, like the videos and stuff like that for life. So that's the main offer. We introduced a lower ticket introductory offer, which is the Conscious Creator Club, which was our first like connection when you join there. Um, and that's been really fun because for a while, like for a year straight, we were just promoting one offer, which was awesome, but we were kind of like leaving a lot of opportunity on the table. And I intentionally did it that way because I didn't really want to have like split energy. So now what we've done is we've created the conscious creator club that is actually like in addition to And the way that I see it is that the two are kind of like a joint venture. Like they go very hand in hand where it's like CCC is step one, CCA is step two. And now the vision for 2024 is to really use that as like a funnel to funnel people up to the higher ticket offer. Because what we're finding is that, yeah, we have like awesome numbers, right, for our main program and things like that. But we want to have an opportunity to connect with people on a lower level first and then say like, hey, this is what we're made of. Come hang out here. And we've signed a lot of clients just from the club. So that's been like really, really great to test and see results from. I love a stair step method where it's like, here's your freebie. Here's your step one. Mm -hmm. And then you come into the low ticket and you get to experience how awesome it is to hang out here. 
And then yeah. you can really take that opportunity to up-level from there. That's such a such a beautiful approach. Okay, I want to shift gears and I want to ask you about any tools or tips that you have for someone who wants to live a more out-of-office lifestyle. Mm. You've clearly done that. You spent a big part of last year living in Bali and officing, and I'm using air quotes, officing from Bali, traveling. We started our conversation today before we even hit record, talking about the travels that we have coming up. So tell us about any tools or tips that have helped you to run a business like you run and also be an out-of-office entrepreneur. Yeah. So I think for me, it's like, I think sometimes we make like way too high of like expectations for ourselves. So it's like, for me, I totally accept and understand that my business can be run from anywhere because I know what the key needle movers are. All I need is a strong Wi-Fi connection. So it's like, if I have just my iPhone, I, I have enough to run the business for the day. And it's interesting because I talk to a lot of like starter entrepreneurs because that's what our main program helps. I talk to a lot of starter entrepreneurs and like the number one thing I hear is like, I want to be an out of office girly. Like I want to travel the world. I want to do this. And it's so funny because I'm actually starting to enter a season of like feeling more like grounded. I just want to be in my space. I don't want to travel as much like this year I have a ton of travel, but next year, like just being a little bit more intentional. Um, and I think what's been very interesting is like when I was first starting, like, I think that understanding, like all you need is a Wi-Fi connection, right? Maybe if you have a team, someone to support you. But even when I was just doing it myself, I was able to do this stuff while traveling. It's just like kind of thinking about what needs to be done in order for me to take this trip and how can I maybe plan it in advance or how can I maybe schedule like a lighter workload if that's possible. I know like for me, I work on the weekends. I don't have any sort of like specific structure. Like I work every Sunday. It's just more so like when I don't have things planned, like this is my life's purpose. This is like my passion. So I'll be working on projects and things like that. So then it's like, okay, if I work on a Sunday, then I could take off a Wednesday or on a Thursday while I'm in Paris or something. Mm -hmm. Totally co-sign on that. That's exactly how <laughs> I do it too. <laughs> okay. So lastly, we have our no gatekeeping lightning round questions. So these are five rapid fire questions for you to just give us all the goods. So the first one is give us one smart idea. And this could be a book, a podcast, mm -hmm. a resource, or just a way of thinking that is smart, that has been really helpful for you. $100 million offers by Alex Hormozzi. It is like my number one business book rec. Um, that book got me to seven figures. Tell us about your tech stack in your business. You already know I am a Die hard school stan. Like, I am saying people sign up for school in my sleep. SKOOL has really been the best platform for me. Um, Sam Ovens, the creator of school, is the person that taught me courses and taught me like how to build courses. So like he has been like a mentor to me since 2021. And then when they launched the platform, like I knew I had to be a part of it. And when I say like we have a super engaged community and like all this great stuff I'm, I'm raving about, 
it's because of the platform. The platform makes it a place for you to connect with people. Additional one is Thrivecart. I love Thrivecart. Um, big thing for us with Thrivecart that we started doing last year is integrating with third-party financing like Affirm and Klarna. And that's been huge for us to be able to give people more extended options where it's like we have a client who was able to sign up for a program with just $200. And in two or three months, she made $50,000. So yeah, that's fucking sick where it's like you can literally sign up for 200 bucks and your ROI is there and you can always like pay them off sooner and stuff like that. So I think it's really cool that we can now have these options that are more extended to like really help people out. Um, and then I would say the third one is probably getting like just a few, few good pieces of tech. So like, for example, my microphone, like this was an investment, but like I knew when I got my space, I wanted like a really nice desk setup. So I literally had my brother come over here and set up my lighting. He, he's a YouTube channel manager. So I'm like, I need your help. And like, this was one of the best investments is like having a nice setup because I feel so confident on camera. I look forward to recording and it's way more motivating because when I see a video and I see someone has like a nice setup I'm like wow so it's like I want to feel that in my own space what's the biggest misconception about being a female founder that you've you've overcome all right Andy I'm gonna keep it real with you I am gonna say that like you don't have to be soft and what I mean by that is like, I used to think like, oh, I have to be this like really feminine, like girly girl. And sometimes I am that. And like, sometimes I believe in that, but I am like, come from an immigrant family. I am like a true, true, like entrepreneur at heart where I really run things a little bit more masculine. And I was like, so afraid of that for a while because, you know, everyone talks about burnout and everyone's like, take time off and like all this stuff. And I really don't think those things happen unless you're out of alignment. So when I talk about my story where like, it was very spiritual to start, it's all started with that alignment. So it's like, once I had the alignment, once I really understood that piece of the, the, the piece of the, the pie, it was like, oh, now it's go time. So it's like, if I want to be like gas on the pedal four or five days a week, 12 hour days, like I don't want to feel this resentment that stops me because I'm getting eight hours of sleep. I'm eating healthy. I'm working out. But just because I don't want to go out with friends and go drinking doesn't mean that, oh, right, that's like what a soft girl means. So I think it's like really defining the kind of female entrepreneur that you want to be where it's like, of course, I don't agree with hustle culture and like burnout, but I do agree like going after what you want and being obsessed with the work that you do so it doesn't feel like work and you're constantly motivated because you're not looking for an external motivation. It's all within you. Yeah. Oh, so good. So good. And I feel like in our community, we really lean into that. It's intuitive flow and strategy goes together. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of like that feminine and the masculine come together. Yes. And that's when you really get big results. So yes. feeling that. Okay. Someone on your team or just someone who's been a support to you that you want to give or someone in your community even that you want to give some love to, a little shout out to. I would definitely say our most recent hire, Terry. Like she has been amazing. And I'm like, Terry, if we could get 10 of you, 
oh my God, like she is just such a superstar and she's our coach inside of CCA. And I was so like hesitant to have a coach for a while because it's like, right, I'm the coach. It's my brand. Like people come to me for coaching. But what I, what I realized is that I've made it so little about me and so much about the approach and the framework that we offer that she's actually been able to emulate that and help our clients get results. The month of January, our clients generated over 100K in cash for their businesses. And like, that was all Terry. Like I was the most hands-off with clients in the month of January and they absolutely crushed it. And I am just so grateful to have her on the team and just so grateful for her as a person. Also the mark of a good leader when your team can show up and get the results that sometimes are even better than the results you may have gotten. Yeah. That's when you know you're really doing <laughs> exactly. it right. Exactly. Like, I'm go like, ahead, oh, Terry. I let's can go. retire now. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> That's awesome. Okay, last question. What's one piece of advice that you wish that you had received when starting out that you want to impart to to other people? keep going. Like I remember one time I was feeling like really stuck and I wanted to just like shut it all down, burn it to the ground. And I was like, let me just drop into like a meditation for a minute and let me just see what comes through. And all I heard was keep going. And I realized that it took me four years to make my first million dollars because I got distracted a lot. And it's like, if you're going to constantly look beside you, look behind you, worry about what other people are doing, it really throws you off. Like I literally just talked with an entrepreneur like two or three days ago and they were like, I have the followers, like grew like 20,000 followers in like 30, 60 days, getting like their first few members in their community, awesome job that they can stay at while they build their business. And they were like, I just, I need to do something different. I need to change it. And I'm like, you don't, you need to keep going. And I said those exact words, like you need to now do the boring work. And I wish more people glamorized the boring work where it's like, once it's all working, keep going, do it, do it better than you did it last month. So it's like, keep going in the same direction, even though it's boring the same way when you're on a meal plan, on a workout regimen, it's going to get boring after the fifth Pilates class, but you have to keep going. So that's what I would say. Beautiful. And where can folks find you? Where can they find you on Instagram, on the internet, your courses, etc.? Yes. So I'm sure you'll be linking it in the description, but on Instagram, it's my name, my very Italian name. My family's from Italy. It is at I-A-M-G-I-U-L-I-A. G-U-E-R-R-I-E-R-I at I am Julia Guerreri. And our community is the Conscious Creator Community. So we have the Conscious Creator Club and then we have the Conscious Creator Academy. And you can find all these things at the link of my bio. Perfect. Thanks for being here, Julia. It's been so much fun to have you and to get to pick your brain and to spend, spend this time with you. Thank you, Andy. I appreciate it. Thank you so much to Julia for being here today. If this is inspiring you and you're feeling like, okay, I am ready to take that leap and start to build my obsession-worthy brand, my own personal brand, and I'm interested in creating digital products, course offerings, 
perhaps a membership of your own, and I want to use social media to help me do that, you will learn how to make that happen inside of our Smart Girls Mastermind membership. Go drop down onto the link in the show notes. Get on the wait list. We open the doors super soon, and we can be your ride or die biz besties helping you to make that happen. If you've loved this episode, if you feel inspired by it, share on social and tag me at WeWeGirl or tag us at WeWeStudio, O-U-I-W-E Studio, and let us know what you're loving about the show. We've got many more interviews coming this season, as well as solo episodes with lots of smart ideas and no gatekeeping strategies, lots of unschooling to come. If you'd like to leave us a review, we would love for you to do that. It's a small team putting the show together each week as we go into this fourth season. So leave us a review and know that we receive that with so much love and gratitude. See you back here again next week.